Welcome to the Nourished Woman podcast, hosted by yours truly, Gabby Worsrink, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self-development, and everything in between, so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about what I would do differently if I was starting over on my health journey. I would do things a lot differently. Obviously, I'm grateful for what I've went through because I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for all of that, but there's a lot of things I would definitely switch my focus on and wouldn't have stressed so much about and it would have been so lovely, but I can now share that with you guys. So I'm going to dive right in because I don't want to waste a bunch of time blabbing. So number one, I would focus less on nutrition. And I know this might seem crazy for people who went to school for nutrition, but I think nutrition's important, but I think it's a lot less important than other foundations that I think we need to focus more on that people are seriously lacking and that are overlooking. I think we put such a huge focus on what we put into our bodies, like our supplements and our food and like what we're eating and don't eat before bed and like blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But I think just making sure you're eating is important. So like for me personally, if I had to choose between eating something that was more processed versus not eating for hours, I would eat the food that's more processed because it's at least something. The longer I go without food, the more stressed I am. So in that sense, at sometimes food and just fuel is just important and just making sure you're eating more frequently and bigger portions and more food is just way more of a focus than it should be about what you shouldn't eat and what you can't eat and what's bad and all that kind of stuff. So I think switching that focus for me would have been huge. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that I would have changed. The second one would be, I would have focused more on my light exposure and being outside. I've definitely been an outside person most of my life, which I think has been one thing that's really helped me with my health, but I've definitely kind of lacked the focus on it, especially after I went to school for nutrition. I knew it was important and I did talk about like getting sun exposure in the morning and this and that. But I was getting a lot of blue light exposure and I was on screens a lot and I was inside a lot. And I think just learning how important light exposure is for us, both the sunrise, the sunset, watching them, being outside in more natural light, less um, artificial lighting and less screens, things like that is so, so important. And then the third thing I wanted to touch on was focusing on breath. And I've mentioned this a few times now. I'm doing a breathwork course, the Being Method, and I'll, I'll link it down below if you guys are interested. I believe MJ's opening it up again in September, I think. But she does have a, a breathwork portal that's really, really amazing. It's like 20 bucks a month. It's so good. So breathwork is something I want to start offering in the fall. Hopefully, fingers crossed, if all goes well and I feel confident enough to teach it and share it. But breathwork has been huge for me. And it's been... Uh, I guess I wouldn't say just breath work, but like nervous system health and just, you know, all that sort of stuff has been huge for me because I didn't really focus on that a whole lot uh, when I first started out trying to balance my hormones and get off the pill and all that kind of stuff. I didn't really know how to regulate my emotions a lot of the time. And I was very quick to go to anger. And through MJ's course, I've learned that anger typically is an emotion that is covering other emotions that you refuse to feel 
or you're suppressing. So for me, a lot of times I resort to anger when I'm really feeling sad. Um, and that's just how it goes. Like I will admit that after my dad passed, I was very angry towards Arthur. I think it was just like, again, my body's way of like expressing those emotions. I wasn't really allowing myself to feel. So now that I've been allowing myself to like feel sadness, feel the emotions cry and like actually process things that I was just kind of storing down, I think as like a survival mechanism that like I had to function, I had to do paperwork. I had to, you know, do all this stuff um, after my dad died and I had to be there for my mom who was really not in a good way. I think again, all my emotions were coming out. My sadness was coming out as anger and that totally changed my whole thing. When I read that, I was like, this makes so much sense when people are so quick to burst out in, you know, anger or they're upset or whatever it is. Usually like you always say like, there's something deeper or there's something more. Like whenever a kid has a freak out, you're like, there's always something. It's not about like, oh, she wants that toy. It's, you know, something's going on deeper. Um, and it reminds me of that scene in Beverly, or not Beverly Hills. I'm thinking um, Vanderpump when, uh, oh my God, what is his name? The DJ guy. I'm totally blanking. He's like, not about the pasta. When he's like, it's not about the pasta. <laughs> um, with Lala. What is his name? I can't think of it. Anyway, James, James. Um, when he's like, it's not about the pasta, it's, yeah, because it's not about the pasta. It's literally, there's something else going on. That's always what I think about when I think of like underlying emotions that we're not expressing. So long story short, I think learning ner about nervous system health, learning about how to regulate your emotions, learning how to process your emotions, learning how to feel your emotions, kind of making like a safe space for that and um, being able to help kind of bring your body back to like a safe zone is so important and just creating more safety in your life in a lot of ways. And for some people, safety is going to look a lot different. It's going to be the people you're around. It's going to be your job or it's going to be financial safety or having a safe home or uh, having a fridge full of food. You know, safety for everybody looks different uh, and you need to figure out for you how can you make your body more safe. And the first way that everyone can benefit um, is, is food, making sure that you're eating enough because when you're not eating enough, that signals to your body that you have scarcity. And even if people tell you that back in the day, our ancestors only ate once in a while because when they, when they were able to hunt food or get food, that is so not true. I mean, it's true, but it's so not true. Our ancestors, if they had access to like food all the time, they would be eating. They would not be going hungry. That was not a choice. It was like they literally did not have food or access to things or the time of year or whatever. So I think being able to eat, give yourself that kind of your body, that sort of security up front can be really helpful. Again, don't obsess over the kind of food you're eating. Just make sure you are eating. And that's one way to bring safety. But again, there's so many other ways that you can bring safety to your body that I think is really, really important. Um, so sorry, that was a long rant, but breath work, nervous system, health, emotions, all that sort of stuff I think is really important. And for me, for sure, emotions and kind of harboring things and like releasing things is important. Something that I'm still working on, um, but breath work has been really, really good for that. So now into number five, I think it's number five, is the last thing would be focusing on nutrient-dense animal foods because I was pescatarian and vegetarian kind of off and on. Um, I watched the, the typical vegan documentaries, went vegetarian, pescatarian, uh, was eating no dairy, no meat, and was really struggling. My health was at its worst when I was on the pill and when I was also vegetarian and pescatarian. So 
um, eating nutrient-dense animal foods, there's a lot of nutrients in them that we just can't get from plants or there's a lot of things that um, inhibit your absorption uh, from the plants. There's a lot of anti-nutrients in plants and you just can't, it's just not the same. Like animals eat grass and eat plants and then they translate it into super nutrient-dense meat and animal products. So when you start to actually learn about how the animals work with the earth in terms of the environment and restoring the land and the soil and all that, you'll just be like, wow, this all makes sense. But it also just tastes really good too. So anyways, um, I eat lots of eggs. I eat at least three eggs a day. I'm not skimping on the eggs. And uh, I eat dairy, different types of dairy. I'm hoping to get a dairy goat sometime soon so I can have fresh raw goat's milk. And I eat lots of red meat, which again was something that I went totally against, but I feel so good eating lots of red meat. Again, everyone's different, but you have to just experiment. For me, a lot of red meat's really good. Uh, Lots of red meat. I eat lots of bacon, sausages. Uh, I eat a little bit of chicken, not a whole lot. I'm not a huge chicken person. I just like their eggs. <laughs> um, but I do like some good chicken wings. And ribs, we've been having ribs a few times this summer. It's been really delicious. And um, the odd like seafood, I like seafood and oysters for sure. As well as like raw honey and some fruits that are in season, but root vegetables, things like that. But those are kind of like my core like nutrient dense foods that I like to eat. And I just feel good eating them. And I just, there's so many nutrients in them. You don't have to eat like mass. You don't have to have like a two cups of beans to get your protein. You can have like a small thing of ground beef. You know what I mean? So anyways, that is um, my biggest thing is that I know I would feel a hundred times better if I wasn't eating all the crap that was hard in my gut, like all the nuts and seeds and all the stuff that was hard to digest, like cruciferous vegetables and beans totally wrecked my gut doing that. But anyway, so that's my last one. And I don't want to like make this super long. I want to make it short and sweet. But if you want to learn more, I did do a training in the membership. There's a free trial if you want to check it out. But I did a little video where I talked more about what I recommend uh, and what I would do differently on my journey. I went a little bit more in depth. I gave you guys some resources and more blogs and things like that to read on there. But that is kind of my little summary of what I would do differently if I had to redo my health journey. And I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, message me on Instagram or send me an email at hello at gabbyboardrink.com. It'll all be linked down below and I will talk to you guys next week in our new episode.